Hey, Co. Hey, Lincoln. What we just watched? We just watched one of the most boring wrestling pay-per-views I've ever seen in my life. AKA TNA Slammiversary 2016. That's saying a lot. This was fucking terrible, dude. This is absolutely terrible. So f- before we talk about it. This is terrible. B- before before bad we talk show. about it. Bad show. <laughs> bad show. <laughs> the, oh. the, the thing that's weird about this show is I've seen a lot of people online talk about how it it was not a bad show. Yeah, everybody sucked. It was great. I don't know what the fuck they watched, but it wasn't Slammiversary. Maybe they bought the best of AJ Styles DVD. They just bought, <laughs> That'd be great. They popped it in and then just, oh, oh, okay, AJ's in every match. Yeah, wow. This is... I mean, really, I know, I know that we've joked about this with certain WWE pay-per-views, uh, specifically one a couple months ago where... My only response to it was that was just a a raw. This was this was impact. This is a hundred percent just an episode of impact. A long, long fucking episode of impact. It was what three and a half hours long? It was three hours. Yeah. Man, those long three hours. And isn't Slammiversary supposed to be like mania for TNA? Yeah. This is their big event of the year. How sad is that? But it almost didn't happen. But thanks to Billy Corgan, he should have kept his fucking money. He should have let those production co- trucks not show up. Fuck you, Billy Corgan. No, we'll talk about Billy later. I love you. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about <laughs> Billy Corgan later. Because, you know, it's 1996 and he's relevant. Oh, my God. I'm not getting into Billy Corgan argument with you. Was he good in this? Yes and no. Bullshit. No, let me explain. He was good in how the Brother Nero promo was good, about how fucking insane and stupid it was. When he came out and he was Tony Clifton. Ugh. It was on. it was the worst. Come on. He came out walking and talking like Tony Clifton. I love how he carried a thing of x-rays that said miscellaneous on it. Miscellaneous what? They're x-rays of a hand. Miscellaneous broken bones that we can't see. There's because... no broken bones in that. Anyways. Maybe that's part of the thing. Maybe he's... I don't know. We don't oh, really... is he supposed to be like the heel? Like He might be. Um, Mr. Corgan? If you listen to Knockouts Knockdown, you'll know. We don't know a lot about TNA. Nope. Thank God. I, I've, I've kind of watched Impact sporadically over the past couple months. All we know is EC3 is supposedly really good. And we know about Brother Nero. And we know about The Decay. And DJZ. And James Storm. Know about James Storm. AJ Styles. Samoa Joe. Sting. Jeff Jarrett. Billy Corgan. Dixie Carter, who signed our action figure. Can't say that enough. I, I want to send it back. I told Lincoln I want to send it back with the note that just says, we watched Slammiversary, <laughs> we don't want this anymore. No, I don't because get... she put she put to Kyle and Lincoln, and then there was a little heart. I'll mark that heart now. No, <laughs> no it's... I'll put a little frowny face no, in it. No, Dixie just wants us to be happy. Well, then she needs to work a little <laughs> bit harder. I don't get how people like this, and people say, like, this is wrestling. It is in the sense of, I describe it many times, this not shitting on indie wrestling because we do like it. We go to the local one here. But that's what this felt like. Every match was the same. Low energy, choreographed, let's go through the motions until it's our time to go home and be done. It's like, how many times can you just... James Storm is the epitome of that on this show. Oh, yeah, that was that was not good. And I love James Storm. He's so good. Mary came out and I'm like, you're going to like this. James Storm's awesome. Mm-hmm. New. Wasn't good. And I was like, "Oh, this is a this is a match." The match we dreaded ended up being our favorite one. Yeah, main thing was like, how many fucking times can you just shoulder tackle somebody in a match? 
Or how weak can we make EC3's finisher look because he had to hit it like four fucking times? Is that the Dean Ambrose? Yeah, the old Dirty, dirty Deeds. deeds. Yeah. The, What's it called? The 1%? The percent? 1%. Because he yeah. it only works 1% of the time, apparently. <laughs> that guy was garbage. I know he's supposedly like the top guy and everybody loves him. Everybody has like the little foam fingers of him. Uh, I described him as a creator wrestler. He looked generic. His moveset was generic. He was generic. Go to WWE 2K16, just like use all the default it stuff. Just default. And you have your EC3 and your Bram and your Eli Drake. And your Braxton Sutter. I'm not going to lie. I completely forgot about the brand map until you just said it. And your, I'm looking at my notes because I don't remember their names. And the Tribunal. And everyone. Kyle, let's start this out good and happy with the first match, at least. I want to start first with the commentating team. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Josh Matthews and the Pope. If anyone would ever make me realize just how good Byron Saxton and JBL are, it's the fucking Pope. This dude is terrible. He had an action figure the entire time. He is terrible. I like to think he was holding it. He probably wasn't like hugging it the entire time, but that's that's what in my he mind. He was not good. Especially when, remember, I was super confused about the guy's finisher uh, later in one of the matches. Oh, the because blood of, force trauma? Because he called it wrong? He just kept saying it, and I didn't know what move was, was a, actually the finisher. It was finisher. really a blue thunderball. <laughs> no, God. I hated the Pope. He graded on me this entire show so bad. He was, the, he was the worst. The worst. What is the normal TNA commentator team? Is that it? I think that's it. I don't know. I know Josh Matthews and then sometimes... Because I could have sworn there was a different guy. I think it was Borash did Knockouts Knockdown. Yeah, because I didn't have a problem with any of the commentation during that. No, that was actually a decent... That's the show we thought would be shit. And Slammiversary would be good. My, how the tables have turned. Brother Nero, I will let you down tremendously with my fake baby. Fuck you, Hardys. All right, what was the first? The first match was Eddie Edwards and versus DJ Z versus Trevor Lee and someone else. Andrew Everett. Okay, was that the man bun or was that not? Man that was uh, Trevor Lee was man bun. I think. Okay, they're part of the Helms dynasty. For the first five to ten minutes of this match, we thought it was a tag team match. Yeah, I I was. Is this actually fatal four way? This, this was a fatal four way for the X division title. All right, the two guys looked the same. Eddie Edwards had a silly body paint thing on. Which, by, by the way, we were confused because we didn't want we didn't look at the card before this. No, we had to pull up the card because this made us so confused. It made us confused because we didn't know what type of match this was. Because the only match that I knew of the night was the Hardy match. Yeah, I knew the main event, and I knew yeah, I Gail Kim and Maria, which we'll get to, because that, that pissed me off. Commentated team sucked in this. I think it was DJZ hit one move, and they called it a flurry of offense. Yeah. He, one fucking move. Well, he yeah, he did like a shoulder tackle off of a rope. And move. that was a flurry of offense. It's not what a flurry is. I did enjoy the beginning when they were flipping around trying There's to get the There's some sword. brutal looking moves in this. Like that standing stomp thing. That that um corkscrew thing off the top rope yeah. I thought was really nice looking. Oh god, and then the Helms Dynasty. I love that double team attack that they did where one of them like slammed into his knees and the other one slammed into his chest. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, this is the Ascension's old finisher. Is it? Yeah. What was it called? I don't. Something stupid. Was it a finisher for them, or was it just It was like their a, finisher, okay. yeah. It was the Ascension's finisher. Mm. And um, Total Elimination was the eliminated. It's no, okay. I, it's a move I've always liked. This match was really good. It was very fast-paced. 
lot of high spots. It was a great way to start the show. It put us in high spirits and high hopes. Yeah, I was I was like, wow, this match is really great. Little and did we realize we wouldn't get another good match for two and a half hours. Literally, the, I'm not exaggerating. And I, I would like to talk about DJZ because he's a person that epitomizes my hate for a gimmick, but is a great wrestler. I hate his gimmick. I hate his gimmick, but he's he's great. I love watching him. He looks like he's wearing a shitty Mad Max Halloween costume. I wish that he his gimmick was like just something ridiculous. But like you know, uh, Granny Pack loved him. Granny Pack was great. Granny Pack was our cat guy for this event. Well, that was your cat guy. Mine was the oh, fat Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy that I kept saying looked like Lash Larue. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, and he does. He looks like Lash Larue. Painted up like Jeff Hardy. I just like Granny Pack because a lot of times there would be the crowd chants, and you could tell she didn't know what they were saying, so she was just like kind of going wrong with it. It's this little old lady that had a backpack on, and she was loving life. Oh, she was having a fun time. She loved it. Yeah. That's cool. There was also that, um, the DJZ where he did this DDT where Man Bun went like completely vertical. Yeah. That was I so cool. I sold it like RVD. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. This is a really good match. Great moves. Great. And it ended in a small package. Yeah. And what a letdown. That's the thing that's because it started out so good with like all these like chain wrestling kind of on the ground where they're trying to they're just like going in like a circle. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, that was really cool. And then it just kept going up and up and up and up and up. Then there was that really cool under the leg suicide dive where DJZ like held the ropes over yeah. and then he went through. And then it just kind of ends. It just ended, which we will say about every fucking match on this card. Um for the most part, yeah. Yeah, the endings are just so anticlimactic. I was okay with the tag team ending. I thought that was which fun. tag team ending? Well, the the one that we actually we liked. went till our fourth match before we had a singles match. Yeah. That's... Ugh. All right. So yeah, uh, Eddie Edwards is the new X division champion. Good on you, brother. Was he yeah. the one that? Which one was doing the masturbation chops? That was Eddie Edwards. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, that was, it was really. Weird. It's like he heard me because I'm like, was he punched himself in the dick? You're like, I didn't see it. So he did it again. It just looks like he was just cranking it. It's just cranking out with one arm while doing the ridiculously like super fast chops mm-hmm. that just look dumb. I hate when people like do super fast punch. I I like it when Samoa Joe does it just because like he amps up to it. Yeah. And they actually look like uh, the worst one is Shawn Michaels. Have you ever seen Shawn yeah, Michaels? Like, he does his are... little baby punches to their head yeah. on the ground. Ugh. Um, I decided for this pay-per-view, decided to mix it up a little bit. I gave every match a rating out of 10. I normally don't do that. No. I just kind of decided to do it. I gave this one an 8 out of 10. Okay. What did you give it out of Did you do, You did it too, didn't you? Well, I gave this one a 7 and then I have a bunch of zeros. Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. it's fucking shit. I just looked over your paper and you were just fucking just scrawling a huge zero everywhere. Ugh. And I'm not exact. Like, the matches are so boring on this show. So, you know, we were talking about how that this was basically just an episode of Impact. And between every match, they had backstage interviews. And I have notes for the interviews because they were so frequent. So in the first little promo, uh, EC3's skin looked like barbecue ribs. Yeah. It was and just like greasy and red. He just made God references to the miracle. He's called the miracle. I don't think Mike Bennett's ever called himself God. I don't <laughs> think he doesn't have a religious gimmick. EC3 comes out. Don't you be talking about my Jesus. I don't really understand this. It's not his gimmick. And then we had to watch Joker Sting 
because remember when he had that gimmick, guys? Did you notice they ended that quick? Every now and then they would show, because they're going to announce a new Hall of Fame mm-hmm. person, yeah. which I really think is going to be AJ, because they talk yeah. about him non-fucking-stop in the show. Well, I think they've already announced it, but I haven't looked it up yet. Okay. They talk about it non-stop, but they show the 2012 and when Sting was in, and then later in the night they show when Kurt Angle was in, and then they don't show anymore. Have they not added anyone in the past two years? I actually don't think so. I think the TNA Hall of Fame is literally like that. It's just those two I people? I think it's actually just Jeff those two Jarrett people. never made it in? Come on. I My guess is it's going to be AJ Styles, which would be hilarious. They talk about him a lot during this show. They talk about yeah. Bully Ray a lot in this show. They talk about Sting a lot in this they show. They name drop a lot. Which I don't think makes sense because you're name dropping people that work for another company now. Don't do that. It's just so you can because buy all you're doing is people like backstock. Yeah, movies. even they realize how good AJ is. I'll switch over to I'll switch over to Raw so I can watch him. But you know, like well, I'll just watch Money in the Bank instead of watching this because they told me how great AJ is and that I should really like him and watch him. So that's what I'm going to do instead of watching your show. True, by because on their website, all they're doing is promoting the AJ, the best of AJ Styles. Yeah. So if you get that and you watch, you're like, wow, AJ Styles rules, and then you you're find just out- going to watch Raw. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really make sense. But again, from a standpoint... They AJ's, don't have anything else. They don't have anything else. AJ's super hot, so they can still make money off of it. Instead of talking about AJ Styles nonstop throughout the show, maybe talk about Jeff and Matt Hardy's feud. Maybe well, talk about your main event. We'll do that, or talk about AJ Styles, and then the next like big guy that they're trying to push, make it super apparent that they're trying to say that he's the next AJ Styles. So that you can I just don't think they him. should talk about AJ Styles at all. I'm saying if they have to name drop him. For, he hasn't that. worked in their company for fucking years. How long has it been? He went to New Japan afterwards. Yeah, but I can't remember how long that was. Long enough. They need to move on. When you're still your big star was from four years ago, that's a problem. True, really. Who would be? Who is TNA's like biggest star right now? Anyway, I would guess Drew Galloway is the champion in this pay per view. Yeah, I never hear about it. Who else do they have? EC3, I, really, I think like is Jeff the, Hardy, I think is like the Jeff biggest. Jeff Hardy's a drugged out piece of shit. No, I'm just. He seems like he's better. He seemed more coherent in this. He seemed mm-hmm. fine from the last time I saw him in TNA, which. Oddly enough, was his match with Sting. Oh, yeah. That was the last pay-per-view I watched, and I was like, I'm done with this show. I'm done. This is insulting. I'm done. So I didn't watch it ever again after that until this podcast, and I hate my life because... Are you ready for Tribunal versus Mah... Alright, the Tribunal with Al Snow, who's the new Bill Alfonso, because he just keeps blowing a whistle, versus Mahabali, which is how they announced him, Mahabali, Shara, and Grotto. But the announcers just keep calling him... Mahabali. I don't really know what his name is. Which one's right? I don't know. I I don't care because this was the worst match of the night. Hashtag make wrestling great again. That Uh, was a great promo. Grotto runs out like he forgot to turn off the oven. I said Grotto, his character is Santino. I fucking hate it. And he's dressed like Cole Cabana. I could not get over. His character is Santino that can only do Dusty Rhodes' elbow. Because it's the only movie he did. He, there's no way he's not like a new wrestler. Yeah, he, he he's very older, older green in the, like, yeah. not good. This match was garbage. Uh, One plus, Al Snow looks fantastic. He looked ripped. That dude is fucking ripped. I don't know what's underneath that sweater, but I'm scared. He looks the best he's ever looked. Like, kudos to Al Snow. Maybe it's the hatred of his fans just boiling. <laughs> he might, but he looks absolutely great. And then I wrote down that Grotto was garbage. Yeah, Grotto was terrible. He also apparently was the weight of a fucking dying star. Because <laughs> nobody could pick him nobody up. Nobody could pick him up. I think it's just because he didn't know how to help him. I don't know. The thing is, is though, he looked like he was 
older. I don't know. He looked like shit. But he he was terrible. Again, not shitting on independent wrestling because I love a lot of independent wrestling. He looked like a bad independent wrestler. Yeah, he looks like somebody that I would I don't think I was shitting on independent. There are good and there are bad. Yeah. He's was over the top. He was cartoony. To the point of just being annoying. Because I like over the top cartoony stuff sometimes. He reminded me of Santino, which it worked for Santino because I think that was part of the joke that he was over the top. Yeah. He was a cartoon character. Oh, this guy was terrible. The Mahabali, however you want to say it, was boring and bland i yeah i mean well the entire time he was just getting beat up i think the tribunal were supposed to be french but they didn't act not act for you know what i mean but if that's part of your gimmick then yeah be a pretentious frenchman you're a heel who's french that's kind of what i figured they were gonna do when that's your whole fucking gimmick then yeah like big bad foreigners but they don't do anything and all it is is that their ring gear has a french flag they should have been like la resistance you know just those pretentious French pricks are the Rougeos, or could have done more with it. You didn't do anything. All you had was Al Snow blowing a whistle. God, that got old real fast for me. I'm telling you, watch ECW yeah. Bill Alfonso. That's all it reminded me of was Bill Alfonso. My really, I didn't have many notes with this one. I just wrote down hastily. Thank fucking God, that's over. Zero. Uh, the tribunal win. I wrote down it's a terrible, sloppy, shitty match. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it was over, I said, this is what I expected from TNA. Or no, that was the next match. Yes. I said, this is what I expected Knockouts Knockdown to be. So yeah, we had a cool little back segment with... Uh, I gave that match a zero, by the way. A zero. Good. First of many. Yeah. Um, uh, we had uh, Randy Rollins or Seth Orton, whichever you want to call him. Braxton Sutter looks exactly like Randy Orton and dresses like Seth Rollins. And he has like the uh, mutton chops from the guy in the revival. Yeah. Is it Dash or Dawson? I think it's Dash. Okay. Nope. Or is it Dawson? I think it's Dawson. Because Dash Wilder is the... Yeah, it's Dawson. Okay. Okay, okay so this is ne- the most generic wrestler I've seen. This next match. Well, would you call it a match? Well, here's the, here's the, the next match that was scheduled. Which you completely called. It was Gail Kim versus Maria Kanellis, and I said, there's no way this match is going to happen. I didn't know about her broken wrist. Which apparently that was on like Instagram or something, so they had been like, so Gail Kim, they go this big promo about how they worked over her knee and fucked up her knee. And I'm just like, oh my God, I love Gail Kim so much because I really do. I love you, Gail Kim. And then Maria comes out and she's like, she comes out with fucking Allie, who's goddamn cherry bomb. (sighs) And she's like, I broke my wrist. I can't. And Gail's like, fuck you. We're still fighting. Blah, blah, blah. Goddamn Billy Corgan. And then he's Corgan out. He comes out. He comes out and he's like, I have the x-rays right here, and uh, this is totally real. Look at him. Look at all. That's a broken bone. There's no fucking broken bones in those x-rays. He's like, yeah, you never get your match, but I'm going to put you in the title match, which is right now. That's my Billy Corgan. You like that? That's pre- uh, a pretty good Billy Corgan. Can you sing quiet for me? No. <laughs> Shocker. Gail Kim versus Maria doesn't happen. It will never fight. When it finally happens, I don't know if people realize maria can't wrestle to save her life that's why i don't think it's ever gonna happen if this happens this will be the worst possible match you're gonna put her with one of the best women's wrestlers i love gail kim. in a long time tna or not she's one of the best women's wrestlers i've always liked gail kim and what sucks the most about this is that then they turned it into a triple threat with jade and sienna and i fucking love gail kim i love jade sienna hey sienna. oh my god so yeah it was the knockouts title match was next it was jade versus sienna and now versus gail kim sienna i think you mean cruella Deville. cruella Deville, um a female matt hardy what i don't hair. know what she was wearing allison k i'll just call her out it's allison k she is 
one of the worst wrestlers on the professional scene I've seen. The only thing about Cena now, now that I think about it, I'm gonna give her props for a Cruella Deville outfit. I originally That's not gave her it. Choice. Hold on, let, let me explain. I give her props because that was like the only person that came out in something that was like grandiose. Even yeah. though it looked really kind of dumb. A, Whatever. She is so bad. Yeah. She is so bad, and they did this move to like show her power. She was going to do a double smo and drop, and she had Jade up. And like, oh, Gail Kim sitting on the turnbuckle, and she's all dazed. And Cena just walks over there with Jade, and Gail Kim just lays on top, just lays down. Well, she on had, top. well not necessarily laid. She had to like crawl because Cena didn't get close enough to where she could like fall forward. Oh my god! This like you couldn't even pretend to like grab her. Really, yeah, you couldn't I pretend did. to grab her. I did drill me nuts. Um, the, yeah, the thing that sucked about this is that we'd have Jade and Gail Kim, and they would start wrestling, and it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, I love Santa them. come in, and suddenly their whole style had to change. They pulled their punches. They were slower in their movement because she couldn't keep up. Yeah, and it was night and day because they, they'd be kind of holding back with her, and then they would go down and just start wailing on each other and then go back. and TNA needs like an NXT. They need a developmental. This is like when they, they don't have money for it. Well, they didn't have money for this. This oh, almost gee, got canceled. Yeah, Sienna is like when they first brought up Eva Marie. It was too soon. I'm not saying she can't be good, but she's not ready to go against your two best women's wrestlers. That was a huge mistake. What would be more of a mistake is if you had her win. Oh, wait. Which she does. Uh, Marty Bell attacks Jade because Jade broke up from the, not the beautiful people. What are they called? Uh, the dollhouse. House, yes. So she attacks her and Sienna wins. What does she hit her with anyways? Like, I couldn't tell. It looked like a club or a, like one I of those. it was like a golf club. It looked like one of those like telescopic batons. Uh, okay. I don't know. Sienna wins while Allie chirped on the outside. What was the other shit move? There's another shit move in this. Well, Gail Kim was the first of many to fall off the ropes. Yeah, that's what is with TNA's ropes. We noticed it in knockouts, knockdown. I noticed because it happened a couple times during knockouts. Yeah, and it happens several times, and it happens twice to the same guy in a match. I felt bad for it. Uh, it happened seriously about five times. Eli Drake falls off the rope tw- twice in his match. And at first, I thought it was like part of his. We gimmick. thought it was part of his gimmick act, and enough. And I'm I like, don't I don't think it is. If it is, then I guess props to make me believe that you really God, did. I but... know there was another really shitty move in this. Oh well, during the Hardys, uh, they 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 fell too. Yeah, but Fucking... Gail Kim slipped off mm-hmm. at one point when they were trying to get her up there. One of the guys did. What was the other shitty move, Lincoln? Um, I just remember the couple of times where the commentary went really weird, like when they said Moon Soats. Moon Soats. And she's up on up to her feet. When Which she never got knocked down. Yeah. I, yeah. It's just. There was a lot of bad. Fucking pitiful. This was pitiful. I love Gail Kim. I love Jade. Sienna was so bad. She ruined this match. I would have rather Marty Bell been in there. Yeah. I don't like. Where's Rebel? That would have been a great match. It would have been better. You know what would have been even better? Gail Kim and Jade. Oh, my God. Just please. Uh, ugh. Fuck this match. Absolutely. Terrible. I I know I keep saying, what was that other bad move? They were all bad. It doesn't matter. There was something else I can't remember it either, but... They were all bad. By the end of it, I was so numb. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I got brought up because then we had a promo where Bobby Lashley's voice started, and then I just wanted him to read yeah, the he to me. Yeah, he realized that Bobby Lashley cannot sound intimidating, because he's like... He comes out, and he's huge. He's like, hey, everybody, I'm Bobby Lashley. I'm gonna go break somebody's neck. Yeah. And then I'm gonna stab their dog and eat its eat its face and drink its blood. And I'm like, oh Bob, yeah. It just doesn't work for him. I just wanna give him a popsicle. Same thing I would say about Apollo Cruz. I just don't know if he could ever be bad. 
Bobby Lashley's just naturally too nice. It's not his voice, it's just his demeanor. Apollo Crews, I want to go on, on a little thing about him. I read this really interesting theory on how to make him heal. I think it's really good. Okay. This is what it is. The, his, like, personality that he has of just, like, smiling all the time. It just doesn't get him over? No, it's just a cover. And he's doing just the heelish shit all the time, but he's just, like, a sociopath. I think that would be good. It would be good. I just, still, I don't know. Anything to get him a reaction would be good. Then we had James Storm. the Cowboy James Storm with the greatest entrance of the night. I didn't even know that they had a match. Was this just, like, added on? It was just added on, yeah. He comes, (laughs) he's riding a cooler, which is motorized on, like, a mini scooter. With horns in the front. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's it absolutely cool. fucking great. And then he fought um, Braxton Sutter. Seth Orton. Yeah. Uh, this is when I noticed how many times they name drop AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, this dude is Randy Orton. He's absolutely Randy Orton. He doesn't wrestle like him. The whole point of this match was James Storm giving a new guy a chance, which he does. James Storm sells this whole match. He gets very little offense, but he's gone through the motions. Tell he doesn't want to be there, which at first I was like, well, these guys might not be getting paid, which we later debunked of... If they're not, then they should probably be trying to impress the other company that can pay them. Mm-hmm. Follow in the footsteps of ev- all of their other big names. Please don't pick up EC3. If you pick up anybody, make it Rosemary, because I, I would like to see her more, please. Just, yeah, just Decay. Just pick up Decay. Pick up uh, t- pick up DJZ. Don't pick up DJ. But tell him, you gotta ch- fucking change it. Fucking change your stupid gimmick. Yeah, just... Pick up Jade and Gail Kim again. I have, like, no notes for this because I was pretty bored. Because, again, how many times can you shoulder tackle someone? This this match is the epitome of going through the motions. I this mean, is like they were in a practice ring. Just and they were just working taking bumps. Out. Yeah, All they were doing. James Doors hits one of the saddest looking super kicks ever. Oh, yeah. His last call was pitiful. Yeah. And he wins. That was, like, his only offense of the match. And he wins. Mm-hmm. Way to put over this guy. And it'll be has beer fucking, with him. Just let him fucking beat you. Yeah, then they and drink beer, beer together and, and handshake. And he does his stone cold thing. It's, if your whole point is to put over this new guy, then just take the pin. You took every move he has. They just, all weren't really that good either. No. It was the same thing as back body drops. It was very old school. Arm drags, back body drops, clotheslines. Which, again... Which was every match. Every match thing. here was the same. This would have been fine in an impact during the week. Even not then, I don't think it would have been your fucking slam anniversary. Yeah, it was. It was not. It was boring. Uh, again, I gave it a zero. I was just. I gave it a five out of ten because I mean it was a match. I mean the main reason I give some of these zeros is because there's no emotion, there's no energy. They're just going through the motions. They don't care. They're not trying to. From my viewpoint, they're not trying to impress the audience. They're not trying to wow them. Mm-hmm. They're just giving the same thing they not see like all the there's time. Much of an audience there. But still, you they were easy to please. Also, I did give the last match a 2 out of 10. One point for Gail Kim, one point for Jade. All right, all right. I gave it a zero, so. Uh, this next match, I seriously forgot about until we started this with Bram versus Eli Drake. Yep, and it was for the King of the Mountain title, which if anybody out there watches TNA, can you please explain? I know what King of the Mountain is. Why is it they can defend the King of the Mountain title in a non-King of the Mountain match? Doesn't that defeat the purpose of the fucking yeah, title? What is a king of the mountain? Because you, you king of the mountain is like a reverse ladder match. Okay. They have to climb the ladder out or right. hang the belt up or hang whatever thing up. Which I thought that was going to be cool. It's not. It's as cool as a reverse battle royal. Or is is it as cool as a chain match? Oh yeah, which it's, I thought was going to be really cool, but it really wasn't. No, they're usually it's just first one to get a chain and use it. Yeah. Now it's not cool, but if that's what your title is, then I think you should only be able to defend it 
in those matches. It's like being able to defend the hardcore match and uh, the hardcore title in a submission match. It's a fucking hardcore title. It'd be like if Kofi defended the tag team championships by himself. Just like a singles match with Baron Corbin. Yeah, I mean, that's a WCW logic, you know? Yeah, because we want Baron Corbin. Shut up about Baron Corbin. Bra- <laughs> Bram had a pretty sweet, uh, brutal slam death metal logo. That was pretty much the only cool thing about him. Yeah, and apparently he has a move that, that he tried to do 20 times with the, probably the worst name I've ever heard of for a move. Oh, God, what was it? I, I forgot The already. Brighter Side of Suffering. That's right. And it was a generic looking. What does that even mean? It's fucking stupid. They just like saying it. This, this is just... when Eli Drake fell twice. And I really thought that it was... At one point, thing. we assumed there was no count out because they fought outside the ring for five minutes and the ref didn't count. And then they started counting. But then later in the match, they go outside again. He counts. I don't understand you, TNA. Please, please make sense to me. Eli Drake with the RKO. And then they, they saved this pretty well once I figured out what happened when they did oh, the powerbomb. Yeah, he uh, Bram took Eli and did, and did a pop-up powerbomb to him, but he threw him too high. And he landed behind his head. But Eli was able to like shift it to where that he that's still hit down. like that could have wrecked Bram's deck. Yeah, that was kind of dangerous. They but should've... it was a good save. It was a good save, but it could also been a bad save. Well, nobody got hurt, so I think no. That... But it wasn't like a Ryback Kalisto save where Ryback almost grew angel wings because he yeah. Almost... <laughs> but you know, like going down, like the weight he yeah. he could have really fucked up his neck. Uh, we finally see the real blunt force trauma from Eli Drake. <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was the RKO. Which is the saddest, pathetic finisher I've ever seen. Yeah, because it was a it's fine... It's a high knee into yeah. a clothesline. What the fuck kind of amateur bullshit is that as a finisher? Is it worse than a bro kick? No, a bro kick actually, actually no, like okay. he does like a you know, crane I, kick. I've thought about it. You know, we were talking about how I've, I've learned like what certain things I'm a mark over. I'm a mark over foreigners. I'm a mark over pretty boys like Tyler Breeze. And the bromans. And the, and the bromans. And foreigners, like I really liked uh, Galloway, and I love Seamus, and I love Rusev. And he loves Del Rio. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, moves that I really, really love. Are high-knee clothesline combos, because they're <laughs> fantastic. I love, I love boots, and I love super... Was- boots like bro kicks and like stuff and like casses i just i don't know they're really like big and powerful i, I don't know. like claymore i thought was really cool and i love super kicks i love super he kicks loves the it depends on who's doing that no, i hate the usos you hate the fucking usos i love the young bucks i love james michael his super kick was amazing i'm sure it's probably good not when he's like bored oh that was terrible <laughs> i mean come on but no matter how terrible a move is it's not the blunt force trauma that is literally the saddest finisher I've ever seen. The saddest. It'd be like if I had a finisher of where I just grab your nose. You know, like where you grab your two, two knuckles and then smack it. That's my finisher. And then just drop. And, and then, then you just, just like, you just fall down and Devon cell and shake her out. What was the point of Eli having that nose thing, by the way? It was like, a, I think it might have been to help him breathe. Okay. So from what I saw, it looked, it looked like a little clip that went inside and kind of opened his. And then just like, it disappeared immediately. Probably fell out. Well, uh... I think Bram did like a clothesline, and when he hit the map, it yeah. Because remember, I, I said I, I went rainmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Bram is one of the most generic wrestlers. He's just a big guy. I mean, whatever. He's generic. I don't know what his shirt was. Was that his I don't shirt, know. or was that just like a random shirt? I don't know. That. Uh, the next match, unfortunately, I was really looking forward to it, and they kept billing this as a no DQ match, which would, turns out it was not. 
It was something. not because at one point Maria throws a chair and the ref stops. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then he like freaks out. He does, this <laughs> mu- he does like right. a Muppet dance before he flips around. Uh, it's Miracle Mike Bennett versus Ethan Carter III, EC3, which they kept billing as these guys have never been beaten. Remember? Well, it, it, this was the thing that I was confused about because I understood how that they were saying that Miracle had not been pinned because when EC3 tried to pin him, the Maria came in, so it like technically wasn't a pin. But they also were saying that Ethan Carter's never been pinned. Which but then when the match sense. starts, they said, can Mike ben, Bennett pin him again? Well, uh, then he's fucking beat him. My guess is we missed something. So apparently there's a thing. No, they're just fucking idiots. Or they're, they have the <laughs> worst commentary team in the world. They're fucking ignorant. They don't watch wrestling. They don't even watch their own goddamn show. We learned that in fucking Knockouts Knockdown. They don't oh, even look right. up. Yeah. They're terrible. There's a reason Josh Matthews got fired from the WWE. There's a reason a Pope or Elijah Burke doesn't work for them anymore. How long ago did he get fired? Huh? Uh, the Pope? That's back when they had ECW, dude. Uh, okay. He had one of the stiffest, saddest... Me- I don't know if I showed you. He fought CM Punk on the ECW. I think I told you, CM Punk hated working with him because he's so stiff. So every time Elijah Burke hits with a move, Punk just goes, Oh, that hurts so bad. Oh, I'm in so much pain. He just keeps yelling. If I never showed it to you, you have to watch it. Oh, you've never shown that to me. That's pretty good. It is one of the... Like, it shows you how bad this guy was because CM Punk... like Is it like Shawn Michaels selling? Oh, against Hogan? No, that was comical. This is just (laughs) Punk's fucking pissed is what this selling is. And I, I loved it. I like the Pope gimmick... But whatever. Uh, this is when I realized that everyone in TNA is a creator wrestler. And I put, looking at you, EC3. I like the miracle a lot. I really do. I do too, but... But this was, again, was just going through the motions, the match. Uh, apparently EC3 has a move called the TK3, which he hit on the apron, and they talked about how great it was. I don't know what that was. Um, that was him falling on his back and the miracle not taking any damage at all. Yeah, because they were like, it's so devastating against the miracle. Either he fucked it up or it's a shitty looking move. Well, no, they could. Why would they do a replay of it if he fucked it up? Because it's TNA. They don't fuck it up. Oh, well, true. They did um, mess up China's birthday. Yeah. Uh, all I will say is EC3. I know people say he's like really good and this and that. I thought he was garbage. He's got Kalisto backing. Yeah, he's full of backing. Kudos to TNA. We can blade and do steroids and everything's fine. I didn't see where he's any good at all. No. Nope. He botched a lot of moves. He was sloppy. He was boring. The 1% is not cool. It's the only move he knows because he had to hit it three times. Now, granted, Maria interfered twice, and mm. the third one kept him down, but stop booking it to where he just keeps going to the same move. Is that all he has? How long has he been around? I don't know. I mean, obviously enough to have merch, but... I have I, no idea. I didn't think he's very good. I like the Miracle Mike Bennett, and he couldn't really salvage this. This was another generically boring match. I felt like the last three matches that we talked about were all the exact same. Yeah, I gave the last one a 3.5. You just plug in new characters. I was super bored during the number five, and I kept getting annoyed at the ropes. When everybody was slipping off. Everybody's slipping. Like, fix your fucking ropes. It's this too- one, 5 out of 10, because it was a match. I will say, though, as much as I hate Maria, her entrance when she's talking for Mike Bennett That's is fantastic. Great. I love it. I love it. She's a good mouthpiece. Keep her out of the fucking ring. Let her talk. And not that I like her voice, but... God, I think of, like, Cherry Bomb was doing that. Fuck Cherry Bomb. <laughs> I, I don't like her. I really wish that I liked her, because she seems like a generally like, cool person. And I hate to be the guy I don't like her because of her voice, but I don't like her because of her voice. I don't like her because of her voice or her wrestling. She has done nothing that's really impressive. She's better than Sienna. Even Marie's better than Sienna. 
Yeah, because I mean, during knockdown, whatever, I thought she was okay, and then until I, I watched her second match until the second match. Yeah, and then I watched her recently on some of the Women of Honor stuff, mainly because I wanted to watch Veda Scott, but I saw that she was on the card too. I was like, yeah, well, I'll check it out, and uh, I don't, I don't really care. Nope. Nope. All right, so then we got a broken Matt Hardy promo, brother Nero. All right. If you guys have not seen that promo, watch it because it is the only good thing about this feud. It's like brilliant. I've yeah. really come to terms with it. This feud is not though. This match. Well, for one, it starts with Matt's wife and baby come out and she talks. I'm assuming it's Matt's wife yes. and real baby. They talk and then this soft, soothing piano classical music plays very softly. That's Matt Hardy's fucking entrance music. He just blandly walks out and walks to the ring. He just like has his arms out and just walks out. It is the most lackluster. You built him up into this like fucking ridiculous pirate I, warlock. I was thinking he's like, he's like pirate Beethoven. I don't know like what you Sweeney made Todd. This was the most boring entrance. I wanted I wanted him to. This was my dream entrance for hashtag Broken Matt. I wanted him to come out like being wheeled on a grand piano and him like slamming on the keys. Something, something instead of just stock elevator music as he walks down. And then Jeff Hardy comes out, and then they proceed to have a generic Hardy hardcore match. What's it called? A metal mayhem? Full metal mayhem. Full metal mayhem. It's a fucking street fight. Um, Jeff tries to suffocate Matt a couple times. Yeah, but Jeff trying to... Putting his hand over his mouth while choking him. Jeff trying to legit kill Matt right now. Kind of weird. Oh, also before this, I spent a solid 10 to 15 minutes... Trying to open a fucking pickle jar. And he never got it. I didn't get it open. All I wanted was a fucking pickle jar. He just tried to eat a pickle and break my fan 20 times. Because he's a jackass. Um, There was a couple cool spots in this. Like they got a big extension ladder and put it corner to corner. And he splashed Matt through it. Thought that was pretty cool. It was a silly spot, but Matt set up a fucking Casio keyboard on the outside. That was... That was a first. And powerbomb <laughs> Jeff through it. I, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody get powerbombed through a keyboard. No. I was hoping he was going to play it. Um, Jeff was selling like death for some of these moves. Oh, God. When he was uh, outside and... After I the side effect he, on the apron? I thought he like actually got hurt because of how what corpsing was, he was. What made it bad for me is it looked exactly like Enzo when yeah. Enzo really got knocked out. Like just dead weight. That's why I was like, oof. So powerbomb through the keyboard... Jeff Hardy, Swanton Bomb off the turnbuckle to the outside through tables. Jeff Hardy wins. That's literally this whole match. And it sucks because this is the match that I looked forward to the most. This I think a lot of people This is the match that made people want to watch Slammiversary. And this was your typical Jeff Hardy match you've seen a million times. Other than he's a liar. Oh, yeah. So he promoted that he had something bigger than Shane's jump off the cell against Taker. Honestly, which move? What is it that he it's either was he bigger? jumped off the turnbuckle to the outside through a table, or that he jumped off the turnbuckle in the ring five feet onto a ladder? Those are the only two spots. Yeah, I mean, was it the keyboard? Please tell me it wasn't the keyboard. I'd be okay with the keyboard. This match was boring. Yeah, I quickly realized they had what it was so happening. much shit in the ring. There's probably Jeff goes to Irish Whip Matt and just has to pretend after Matt tri- trips over the ladder because there's so much shit in the ring. This is stupid. And now... No what, payoff to this big feud. the end of the feud now? Like, is it just... I think that's it. And what... Like, what's up with Matt Hardy's character now? Because he's crazy now. I don't know. This was dumb. I this, just wanted more Brother Nero. This... They had retrospective on this. They had that whole fucking 
convoluted goddamn Brother Nero oh promo. Oh, it's the greatest fucking thing. And it's... then you come to this, and this is where I blame the commentators on a lot of these matches. Like when the Mike the Miracle got pinned. They kept talking before about that. It'd be a big deal. When it happens, they don't act like it's a big deal. Yeah, there's no, like, huge... They don't act like this match is a big deal. Like, there's a lot on the line. Like, these are two brothers wanting to kill each other. Like, Matt is... Jeff is literally trying to kill Matt. They don't talk about that. They don't build up Well, they they talk about it, but they, like, casually talk about it. Like, well, looks like Jeff's over there trying to choke out Matt. And they should be like, this is personal. This is brutal. They'll do anything. No, they'll hit each other with trash cans and trash can lids and tables. This is your standard hardcore match you've seen for the past 20 years. Other than Jeff Hardy didn't do anything close to things he's done in the past. You know what they need? They need the Ring of Honor commentator that... God, well, it was it was this one where Young Bucks were there, and he kept screaming super kick, and it was fucking amazing. Like, every time Young Bucks... Super kick, dude. Super kick! That's what you needed for this match. Yeah, these guys didn't care. Or you could be like Vince that doesn't want them to call the match. Oh, yeah, true. I don't fucking get that. These guys were, but they didn't care. They were reading lines. The Pope had an action figure that I guarantee he was playing with. The Pope needs to go live under a fucking bridge and die. He just needs to go away. (laughs) (laughs) He's the worst. He was never a good wrestler. He's a worse on commentary. Is this the best you can fucking do? Bring back. What happened to Taz? Bring back Taz. Oh. The, and the Pope was here. I'll be the Pope. You be Josh Matthews doing your fake Josh Matthews voice. Say something. All right. It looks like Eva Marie's getting ready to. Start. Oh, Eva Marie's in the thing. I have to be really much louder than everybody else. I'm the Pope. Uh, <laughs> Blood force trauma. I was getting, I was getting legitimately uh, mad did it about. Did not sound like his mic was turned up, or he was just yeah, he was his probably just shoving it. I was annoyed by the blunt voice trauma. I'm sorry thing, for I that, legi- everybody. I legitimately did not know what the move was because he kept just saying it. We didn't know, but this Hardy match was the biggest letdown of the night, especially because the, here's the thing about the promo. The promo is it's oh. not good. It is like it's a Tim and Eric sketch, and it's that's what makes it so fucking it just is amazing. so over the top. But the thing is, is that it completely works because it got people to watch this, which is the full reason. And there's no way that they made that without understanding how fucking over the top it was. Yeah. And then you just have this match. You just have a generic hardcore match. Six out of ten. This is okay. Um, I mean, I, I stopped numbering at this point, but I would have given this a zero as well. I, I mean, I wouldn't go that far because, I mean, it... And it's a match going into, I told you, it's probably not going to be good because I don't think mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy's a very good wrestler. Matt Hardy's better. He's not great. I was like, it's not going to be very good because it's a fucking hardcore match. But I'm like, they are going to do crazy shit. These are guys that don't care about their well-being. And this was the safest hardcore. I'm not saying they should mm. do crazy stuff. But they could have done a bit more with this match. This match seemed like the shortest one of the night. Yeah, I figured it was going to be one of the longest. It might have been. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I would have given it a 5 out of 10 like the other ones where I'm like, well, it was a match. But I have to give it an extra one just because of the keyboard spot. Yeah, but it was such... I'm, I put down, it doesn't even come close to the promos. The promo was so much better than this. I will never forget about Brother Nero. The pre, pre-match promo with Matt Hardy was better than this. Why didn't his wife and kid get involved like they did in the fucking promo? I mean, Matt, they tried things like he's biting Jeff and Jeff was That was the only it. thing because in, in his promo, he was like, hey, 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 
he's just like, yeah. So he's he's biting Jeff. Jeff's screaming like selling it pretty well, but it only happens like two times. Yeah, Matt isn't doing anything crazy. Jeff's the one doing all the crazy spots. Matt just put him through a keyboard. Think about this. Even the commentators say Matt had to want to do that so bad that he put a keyboard under the ring. This is, this is true. Why well, couldn't he even have? He's that like, I'm it. gonna kill you, brother Nero. Ooh, I have a Casio in this <laughs> shed. Not doing anything with it. I was playing the piano. Oh, this is good. Oh yeah. Oh, I got it. Even if they would have wheeled him out and he's playing the keyboard, it would have made. And then he just like throws it on. Something. I th- his entrance set the tone for what this match was. And then Jeff Hardy's uh, entrance was just. They got your money. They got you to watch this. They don't care anymore. It's pitiful. It was a pitiful match. Kyle. Now, what match did we lo- not look forward to at all, though? This like, next match. We were not looking forward to the, the, the Decay versus the Bromance. Rosemary makes me feel weird. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But I don't know. I think it's because she does a good job of being legitimately creepy. And I kind of like it. But it's kind of hot. I don't really know. It's like Harley Quinn. I don't know. Yeah. I feel weird. She really does a good job of being creepy. Um, I fucking hate the Decay. I hate the gimmick. <laughs> That's, yeah. I hate the gimmick because I just think that it it's not... It's not being utilized like I think it should. I think it's very stupid. But that would be said, these Crazy Steve, Abyss, and Rosemary, they're owning this gimmick. And I think they're fantastic. I have a love hate with the, I really, I really legitimately like fucking hated them when I first saw them. But then I kind of understood, especially after when Rosemary in the knockouts, when I understand how that they were booking them to where other people were scared. I still can't get over that they are booking them better than WWE's ever booked an evil force. And this, the referee runs, runs away from Abyss, runs from him. Jumps out of the ring because they're an intimidating force. Mm-hmm. Rosemary's creep. Are they are they do the poison mist stuff in this. Yeah, yeah, I like all that stuff. They have taken such a shitty gimmick. I compared them to Stardust. Yeah, they've taken such a shitty gimmick and they've owned it so well that they've made it fantastic. I just wish that there was no. I wish the makeup was a little different, and I wish that they weren't. I wish they did their makeup just... more like Abysses. Yeah, and if they weren't just Heath Ledger's Joker in a lot of the promos and stuff, but that's that was Sting. Sting did Heath Ledger. <sighs> this is not close to that. I mean, it's still pretty close. Just Crazy Steve, yeah. and I love that they call him Crazy Steve. It's kind of funny to me. And he actually really impressed it's me. Really fucking good. Um, yeah. It, so yeah, it was the Decay versus the Bromans, and I didn't know that that was actually a thing, but. I yeah, guess saw where uh what's his name? Easy E. Robbie E. Robbie E. And and uh Jesse Goddard's, I think. They come out with Raquel, or as you would call her, Rayquel. Ray oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rayquel. Um my first note is wow, there are actually more wrestlers that give a fuck. Yeah, I mean it started out really fast paced. Really fast like, okay. paced. These guys were putting everything out there. I have three notes for this match because I was so, like, I was having a lot of fun watching it and I just didn't feel like writing notes. Uh, Rosemary makes my wee wee feel weird. Uh, really fast paced. And Jesse started living out my weird juggalo fantasy when he picked up Rosemary. He picked up Rosemary and did a press slam. Some press slam. I had the Ultimate Warrior Gorilla Press Slam. Okay, there. To the outside. Uh, my first note are, you know, I say I love how the Decay are booked. I think they are booked. Good. They're booked strong. The Wyatts should be booked this way. The people fucking fear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the Rosemary uses the poison mist. 
absolutely fucking love it. At first, I didn't like it in the promo, but then when I realized it was actually being utilized in the ring, I was like, okay. All I right, love to I'm see okay that back because the last person, I mean, Great Mood always did it. I remember Tachiri used it for a while. Mm-hmm. I've always loved the Poison Mist. I think it's cool. thought it was cool when um, she accidentally missed an abyss and he just grabbed the first person he could and choked slam it was fucking Steve. Yeah. Stupid, but it's old school. And, and the, the ref? Abyss does the Poison Mist, but they duck and he hits the ref. And that ref screams and grabs at his face and is rolling on the ground. Fucking fantastic. So good. Oh, I loved it. And I even like the ending where Abyss powerbombs Steve onto Jesse and that's how they beat him. This match is fantastic. Start to finish, super great. Super impressed impressed by Bromans. Uh, really, really impressed by Crazy Steve because I honestly thought as soon as he got in the ring, it was just going to be shitty. Yeah. You know the same thing at Knockouts where like Rosemary's going to suck and we watch her and we're like, she's... I really like her. Mm. They have taken a terrible gimmick and made it the best thing, in my opinion, on TNA right now. And I hope TNA keeps booking them this way. And Scott Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I love Marilyn Manson. I'm just fan, fantastic. I love, I, re- I really like the decay. They're my favorite part of TNA. Unfortunately, I will have to agree. They're the saving grace of TNA for me. I mean, I just, I, get, I wish that their gimmick was a little, just, just tweak it. Just, just, let's just take it and just take out some dumb shit and just. Oh, just don't worry. It's it. TNA. They're going to fucking ruin it. <sighs> well, I mean, like I said, with the decay, I really wish that it was the same, same people. Have them still act creepy. Tone it down a little bit. Tone it down to where they're creepy. No, but I think they're not... they need to turn up the creepy. Really? Even more? Oh, yeah. I want to see like Rosemary eating mice and shit. Okay, that actually. Fucking turn good. that shit up. One of my favorite creepy things they did was when they took the belts and they started like licking it. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Let's work on promos a little bit and I would change their outfits and then I think perfect. I would be 100% See, I think their okay outfits are fine. I don't really like that. I just, I don't know. Abyss, is, that's been his outfit. I'm okay with Abyss. I liked Steve's. I liked it. I, I liked him a lot. I thought it was a fantastic match. Promos aren't terrible. Abyss, you're not getting any better. Steve doesn't really talk. Rosemary's okay. Rosemary's one I told you. I, I always say I wish there was never a sister Abigail. But I'm like, if you were to ever try it, it that, needs to be that. Yeah, it would be something just That's fucking just insane. Go balls deep with this character, which is what the Decay are doing. Yeah. They are new day in the fuck out of this evil cult. And I'm okay with it. I just, I want to see him do more. Yeah, I want to see my like, sacrificing I will say, babies. Yeah, I mean they've been getting a lot better. Where I, I originally I I couldn't stand them at all. I hated their gimmick. They're getting a lot better, and this match was just super solid, fast paced, fun wrestling. Yeah. Uh, match of the night for me, easy. Yeah, eight point five out of ten. And I it's the it. one I didn't want to watch going in. Yeah, great. I didn't know who a lot of these people were. I was just more so scared about crazy steve well and, and i, I heard really... the name bromance and i was like what the fuck yeah i thought it was just gonna be a job squad and it it wasn't they were pretty good yeah i i liked the decay who's, more who's more. the other guy in jesse Goddard? okay i i thought he was really great yeah i he got a little tingle little little diddle fantasy. yeah <sighs> i i dug it a lot i do like rosemary i, I just like him they actually made me care a little bit about abyss he's one that he hasn't changed his character in years but they still find ways to make it relevant like different and different yeah so kudos to them at least he's not corporate abyss <laughs> oh don't worry don't you worry no he and then he puts in a toothpiece uh, he's done that before um no they already had the split personality with him wherein joseph parks and abyss were two different people joseph parks who's that that's abyss i know but was it just like a? that's his real name oh uh, okay, okay okay so he take off the mask and they put, uh, they've okay. already done that and it was 
So they did it like with Kane, like, oh, I don't know what her abyss is. <laughs> it was silly. I think they killed it pretty quick. What else should have been killed pretty quick is your main event. Drew Galloway. Three-man versus... band himself, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> he was Drew McIntyre. Uh, Drew Galloway versus, I wrote down Bobby Lashley, but they had to correct me. Yeah, it's... He's now the Destroyer. Lashley. If you're going to have a little nickname and quotation marks, you need to use your first fucking name. Yeah, I figured it was going to be like Bobby the Destroyer Lashley. No, it's quote unquote the Destroyer Lashley. Lashley. Um, this is a submission or KO only match, which when all you want to build up is Bobby Lashley did MMA, which he didn't do it very successfully, by the way. And then you put him in submission KO only match. Well, you're pretty sure Lashley's going to win, even though Galloway immediately hit fucking the, shotgun fucking finish. Stonehenge kick. No. What was it? Claymore. Claymore. What? Oh, what did I call it? The haggis hoof? (laughs) It was, yeah, I was like, holy shit, this is what we're starting out with? Okay, buckle up. Then Drew Galloway made, just reminded us that he's friends with Seamus, because he does, he did the kick, Mm -hmm. he did the Celtic cross, he did the chest pound. We get it, you're friends with, we know who you are. More Seamus is, I, 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 I always liked Drew McIntyre, I think. He pissed off the wrong people or something or just wouldn't get over because he kept getting shit. Get- I mean, he's in three main bands. I never knew who Drew Galloway was or Bobby He Lashley. was the chosen one. That was a big thing. That He was Vince's chosen one that never got over. I thought it was great. And they gave up on him. Unlike the other one that's his chosen one, they will <laughs> never get over that they refuse to give up on. The Celtic cross on the fucking stairs was awesome. Fucking awesome. And then it was followed up by a sharpshooter on the stairs, which was awesome. Now, Until is, the ref broke it up. This is where we're confused on. Why did the ref break it up? And I said... Well, at first I was like, well, it's a submission or KO match. That means it probably has to be done in the ring. Well, Drew Galloway misses... Or um, Lashley ducks. Drew Galloway jumps out of the ring, does a dive onto a table. Pretty awesome looking spot. The ref starts to count for the KO. He counts to 10, by the way, for KOs in this, which I told Lincoln that's TKO. It's a bit different. But it's kind of like squares and rectangles. Yeah, he's like, well, aren't they technically the same thing? I'm like, yeah, that's why it's called a TKO. It's a technical. The KO should be like, they raise your hand three times yeah. and you're fucking out. You're out cold. Because if not, then this is a submission or last man standing match. Whatever. Doesn't play into it. I did. I learned that TNA lets you blade. Yeah. Hashtag bring back blading is working because. Drew Galloway blades. And it was great. No, it added I want nothing. everybody to blade every match, Kyle. I want you to blade on the next podcast. Just, just <laughs> see if you can do it. Just pull a Ric Flair. Just be like, oh, this is how you do it. I can could, I could do it. How do you spell Ric Flair? F-A-M-O-U-S. What a piece of shit. I'll blade right now. That's not how blade. You know what it would sound like if Lincoln bladed? You just hear, like you haven't even, you didn't even How deep do you even have to cut? Deep enough. Will Hogan teach me? Hogan didn't blade that much. You need Ric Flair to teach it. Oh, no. because You Rick need F- New Jack to teach no, it. No, I don't want Ric Flair to take because he'd, he'd be like over my shoulder and be like, and I'd, I'd smell like the old man with the scotch. Old man and alcohol breath. and just, just cock. He just has cock breath all the time. Would Cena teach me how to blade? Uh, Cena has bladed. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's bladed before. Yeah. Just be like, hey, Cena. Is it- Ooh, that's what I need to get. I need to get sick and we need to convince him I'm a little child. You're too old. And then have make a wish and have I just want to see Cena blade in a match. No, I don't want him to blade in a match. I'm gonna be like, I hate to. I, I want him to die, kid. I want him to come in and I'll just be like, eh, eh. And then like, he just, he just blades you, you. Yeah, just what do you want, little buddy? I'll be like, blade me, Cena. Blade the blood. And then be like, yeah, yeah, it goes that 
I'm sure that's why you wanted somebody to break a reason. This showed why I think blading's dumb. Did it add anything to the match? Well, and also it didn't make sense because after he bladed, it was when he got thrown through the table. On his back. On his back. And then he got up and he... He bladed. It was fucking stupid. You know what else is stupid? I remember now in the fucking Gail Kim match. Sienna is the one that injured Gail Kim's knee. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Gail Kim would sell it every now and then when she jumped off the rope. Sienna not once attacked the fucking knee. What was the point of you attacking her fucking knee? It only came into play like the beginning of the match where she like fell down. Then there was that was couple... all Gail Kim selling it though. Yeah, and then there was yeah. I mean, the only times that it came in place was Gail Kim selling it. She had it wrapped up. She makes a point of saying, "I'm here with my fucked up knee, and I'm gonna fight Maria. Bring it on." Yeah, because I'm then Gail no Kim. No one attacks her knee. Yeah, Gail Kim. Love you. Why have a fake injury? And not do anything with it. If you're not going to do anything with it. Uh, like at NXT with Austin, Austin Aries. Aries. I almost wonder if it wasn't a fake injury. Like, I don't know. <sighs> but if you're going to fake an injury, there should be a point. It should further the story. It didn't. Because I thought like, oh, they are, her and Maria are going to fight. But they weakened Gail Kim mm-hmm. to make it seem more plausible. No. It was dumb. This match is pretty fucking dumb at the end, uh, too. There was a pretty cool Lashley Adam in the cross face. Oh, yeah, and cool. it sounds weird. Galloway reversed it into a tombstone, but it actually looked pretty fluid and nice. That all looked good. And then um, Lashley, I don't know where he fucking chokes him out and wins. Yeah, it didn't feel like a main event like at all. The ending just happens. There's yeah. no build up. I was very every yeah. fucking match here. There's no build up to the ending. There's no. Are they gonna hit their finishers? Are they gonna? Well, I'd say I disagree with the ending thing with the tag match. The decay. The decay? I thought they had a really solid start to finish. But there um, wasn't a build-up. There was not really build-up, no. But this one did have that build-up that, that, you know, just kind of... Yeah, the build-up for the well, decay may, was... Well, there may have been a build-up for it, but... What, lastly? No, not at all. No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, bro, bro Chacho, Nachos, no, uh, and the, decay. The build-up really there was the smas in the middle with all the poison mist and the ref going down mm-hmm. and the rosemary coming in and getting vagina thrown. Yeah. D just grabbed it and just threw it. <sighs> I feel weird. You should feel weird. So overall, this is terrible. Give that last one 6.5 out of 10 because Drew Galloway is cool. I, I like Drew Galloway. Uh, Bobby Lashley won. Yay. It's like a Ninja Turtle. He's a fucking, he's still terrible. He got, how did he even get his eye like busted? I don't there? know. Probably because he can't wrestle. And then there was, what's his face that had the weird scratches on his chest? Yeah, that was. Was Ethan he handling Carter. Corgan's kitties in the back? I have no fucking was clue. Corgan's little kitties not liking him. This pay per view, if I I don't even want to call it a pay per view. Pay per view is shit. This episode of Impact was shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if it's December to dismember bad because that was probably the worst WWE pay per view. Most mm, are wrong about that. You should we'll watch it one day. It's a piece of shit. It's an EC WWE ECW pay per view. Uh huh. That has like no ECW fucking people on it. Bobby Lashley is on it. It's very oh. reminiscent. He wins the title. Oh, look at that. It's garbage. It showed that WWE didn't care about ECW. They only promoted two matches on the whole thing. It was like an hour and a half long. This is a pay-per-view, like a real pay-per-view. Hmm. It might have been two hours long. But I don't think it was boring. This is fucking boring. I felt like we watched practices that had a referee there. Except for two matches. Yeah. Two matches I really enjoyed. Two out of like nine or ten matches uh eight eight whatever there was a shitload of matches this was a long long three hours i was pretty tired and to all the people that kept telling us tna's got a lot better and it's really good i'm calling you a liar because maybe not a liar you teach their own and there are some people that do still legitimately like i TNA. found this 
to be just horrible. Absolutely horrible. If you told me that this was an episode of Impact, I would have been like, eh, okay. I still would have said, this is boring. This is why I don't watch TNA. So, we're so I'm going to tell you about Slammiversary. It's boring, and this is why I don't watch TNA. And we're pretty much done with TNA pay-per-views. Yeah, and, and you've heard all of our WWE ones, so you can't really say I'm a fanboy of that company, because I shit on that as well. Yeah, I mean, my favorite company is New Japan, really. But there came a point in one of these matches where I said, I feel guilty for hating on Roman Reigns so much, because I realize how good he is. Mm-hmm. I have a newfound respect for Roman Reigns' mic work and in-ring work, because... At least when he's on the mic and in the ring, I can tell he cares. And he's trying, doing his best to put on the best show he can for the fans. Not always. Yeah. Seen as another one, I'd say he doesn't always give 100% in the ring and it shows. True. I think he might be better now, hopefully. He used to be really bad. Like he knew he was going to lose because he didn't try as hard. But this was people not caring. Yes, your company's going under. And it literally almost got shut down. I think that on the day of this show. That's another thing. It's like. You know, when you find out, they're like, oh, hey, guys, well, this might not happen. Then it's like, well, fuck, why do I even care? But when they go, hey, it is, at least think about your future. Look at, everybody says nobody watches TNA. I guarantee someone from WWE watches it, and New Japan watches it, and Ring of Honor watches it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, let's say, TNA's not paying you on time or not very well, you have a this is your demo tape. You know, ask Bobby Roode and Eric Young and Samoa Joe and AJ. You know, like, ask all of these guys. They will tell you the same thing. Even, like, uh, you know, the Lucha Underground and Lucha-esque things that are getting a lot big. I mean, Lucha Underground's yeah. been huge All you X-Division guys, you know. Yeah. But, and think, like, James Storm went back to TNA from NXT. I don't know why. Maybe he's just loyal. Maybe he didn't mm-hmm. really want to go to WWE, but they only wanted, wanted to sign him. Yeah. I don't know. But just effort. I know it's the drizzling shit of a company and they're getting fucked over, but you have to think about the kids in the audience and the fans. And You're just bailing it up right now. Well, there's still people that support you and they're doing what... There are fans of the the company that are doing their best. Yeah, I definitely agree. Doing their best to help you. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're pretty much done with TNA. Yeah, I don't want to watch If they do another another knockdown, knockout side... Yeah, if they do another freeze special, we'll do that, but... Fuck this. Like, um, I'm not... No, this is not a thing that's going to happen I am again. not spending money for this. <laughs> no, I refuse. Yeah, if there's another one night only, maybe we'll do it. Yeah. Fairly decent. I, I would like to do some New Japan. I've been, I've well, been we, a lot we need better to, with New Japan. We need to think about this, because WWE's talking about going to two pay-per-views that's a month. Re- oh, yeah, that could throw a wrench in everything. After the brand split. Yeah. So if they go to two fucking pay-per-views a month... There's gonna be no way. Um, I mean, I still watch them, of course, but but that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking. And New, J- New Japan's really hard because of how, and like, I can't, I can barely watch them live because the different hours. I mean, not that I'm not up yeah, at four in the so morning sometimes. I'm not saying fuck. we still won't try to do that or in the shimmer mm-hmm. we want to do, but I we don't want to overpromise right now. <laughs> You That's think, why I don't know. I'm just saying it's always a possibility. Especially, I think 100% we need to do Wrestle Kingdom. We'll do Wrestle Kingdom. It's going to be fucking great. Hopefully, Naito is. Well, I don't know. I, I, I uh, wait. Actually, I think he's still champion. I just want to see Okada. Did you say they, they announced the tagline for the next takeover? No. They did not try at all. Is NXT it? takeover. The, Back to Brooklyn. Oh, God damn it. I thought there was going to be like the beginning. They should have called it Brooklyn 2. No, because the end. We fucked oh, up. it was act- the end. And it's technically called the end of the of beginning. The beginning, that's right. Doesn't even fucking yeah, make sense. Whatever. Whatever. If you guys like TNA, rock the fuck on. Yeah. Not for me. I'm over it. 
Yeah. I don't care. It's boring. Well, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. That's all I got. Nothing more. Nope. No. Bring back Jeff Jarrett. Hashtag bring back bleeding. I hate it's Jeff Jarrett. It's fucking Jarrett. happening. It did. It already happened. It done did. We'll never know because we're never fucking watching TNA again. Brother Nero.